Ahlan. I'm Sarah. And I'm Sarah. And this is, no joke, the fifth take of this intro to No Sir, No Ma'am, a ghetto podcast where we drag our timelines for being trash <laughs> maybe once a year. <laughs> maybe. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. Mm-hmm. And I won't even ask you to hit us up or even assume that you would want to because who are we? Do you even know Do, us at this no. point? We, we don't even like know this who is we episode are at one. this point. And we need to reintroduce ourselves to the world. Do we have any disclaimers for this episode? Yes. The disclaimer is, how ghetto we are. <laughs> we have not recorded in so long. Actually, that is a goddamn lie. Because we have recorded at least three <laughs> oh. or four times since the last episode so, that we actually put out. It's just that the this universe what, was not having it. It was just not happening. It could not be put out there. And this is part of what makes us so ghetto. <laughs> we have recorded maybe four times since the nine months that it has been since we were actually posted our last episode. And every time some just ridiculous failure has happened. I mean, honestly, that has prevented us last, from uploading. last year was a lot. <laughs> Just in general, last year, last year was, was gross, so much. And this year is starting off, yani, yani, 2020, that's what's happening. Because two days ago, Sarah and I were like, okay, we're finally getting it together. Right. Whatever. We're going to record. I open Adobe Audition, RIP Adobe Audition. And at which point I get a message from Mr. Adobe himself <laughs> being like, ma'am, from the feds. We, we've noticed <laughs> this version of Adobe Audition that you have. We've noticed that your broadcast has never paid for our services. <laughs> <laughs> we've noticed that the version is not authentic. And it's Mr. Adobe is so goddamn shady because they weren't like, we know you sold this shit. They were like... We understand how inconvenient it may be to get a non-authentic version of a software. So here are some options for how to purchase the real thing. And you I'm know just what's like, really inconvenient though, paying like forty nine dollars. Having to pay monthly, <laughs> monthly, <laughs> monthly, my G, monthly. It's not gonna happen. It's Please, people, be yeah, reasonable. Who's gonna pay monthly? It's not. It's unreasonable. And as Forty nine ninety nine. A month, girl. Please. To use an Goodbye. app that I uh, or a, a, a program that I may or may not use in the year, <laughs> right. depending on what struggle bus we're on. Like, right. So here we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Get over than ever. Struggling on good old garage. Get over than. <laughs> listen, and we're so ghetto that I opened Garage Van and I was like, "What is this spaceship that I have just entered?" <laughs> Why is this so complicated? It is. It yeah, is and then there's a man who's garage band, like, oh my god, you're so basic. You're such a basic bitch. <laughs> right. And now I'm like, hello? Do I need an alien to come operate this machinery? <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so, bottom line, if you never hear this episode, well, and if you hear this episode and the sound is just a mess, you know why. We just explained to you. like. Right. Also, Just I don't know what's us. going on in London, but there's a lot of like background noises. Sada lives in the ghetto. I do, for I real. like for real, for <laughs> real. You will hear sirens 
um, during this episode. I apologize in advance. Um, I don't know what's going on. They might say that in London Bridge or something. I don't know, though. But yeah, it's happening. Sarah lives in the ghetto and I live in a house where just nobody cares what you're doing. And they will walk in on you recording and have a full-on conversation. Like, it'll happen. And you just have to deal. Because my family doesn't care about you. Exactly. My family doesn't care about you listening to this podcast or any sense of professionalism that I may or may not strive to have. Right. Yeah. I don't even know if we're going to have an intro outro music, to be honest with you. It might just be. And that's your intro outro music. That would be really sad, though, because I've heard. So much like really good, interesting Sudani music in these last uh, eight to nine months. Have you? Yes. I'm completely out of the loop. I have no idea what's happening. Okay, I'll I'll tell you. In the world. <laughs> I'll tell you off, tell air, off air what I want the, right. the intro <laughs> to be. Great. Okay, so here we are. Okay. In 2020, a full nine months so since the, our last published the, episode. The thing is. We've been gone for nine months, but it wasn't even like a normal nine months where like a normal no. amount of things happen. It was like 10 no. years condensed into nine <laughs> months. So we're not Absolutely. even going to attempt to like give an update on what's been going on since oh, we last no. recorded or like no, just none of that. We're going to pretend that yeah, no. we were never gone. And we're just going to drag the timeline because that's what we do. Right. Um, so we're basically we're going back to our roots. Which right. Is talking about the crap y'all post on Twitter and call opinion. Um, I know I say this listen. every episode. <laughs> Nobody believes me because I be lurking, but I actually haven't been on Twitter like that <laughs> in a while. I, listen. But I do me, know that it's, it's been, been like very intense. It's been intense. And I have also, I think, I think the nine months of revolution that we had sort of like gave me a false sense of security. Mm -hmm. Because if you remember during those nine months, everybody was like, kumbaya, like we're all united for a common goal. What is misogyny? What is anything? Like that we were just, we were just loving and happy and and hopeful and 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 whatever. Anything negative that ever existed in our society was quote-unquote harakat kezan or like thakafat kezan or whatever. And we we were kind of claiming to like have evolved past those things. But 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 here we are. But then we didn't. Here we are and honestly the timeline is horrific mm-hmm. and I'm saying that with no exaggeration with zero hyperbole the timeline is horrific right and I'm going to where I can't I don't want to do it I mean I'm going to go there's a lot of people talking about it I don't know how to how is this even a topic of discussion and I'm going to go I'm that mean exactly it's like that one that one uh, gif with the dog 
that walks into the room full of fire and he's like, I'm fine, everything's fine, then walks out. Oh, this is That's fine. pretty much what life has been like. I'm the gif of Homer Simpson's father walking into the restaurant, <laughs> hanging up his hat, and then immediately walking out, right. taking his head and walking out the door. That's me. Also, Viola Davis with like a shanta where she's just yes, like, oh, <laughs> she just picks up her her purse and leaves. Right, fully that. Yes, moved very, forever. Very that. Okay, so the the topics that we have mm-hmm. uh, for this episode, I won't say this week because we might not ever come back. Right. <laughs> topics that we have for this episode um, are things that we've collected while, like the the fifteen minutes we spent on Twitter. Mm-hmm collectively in the last month or so <clears throat> uh what do you, do you want what do you want to start with sis what how who are we oh it's so hard okay i suggest we start with the one with the least amount of talking okay which is which to me is this issue with the uh female dormitories right okay the university of Khartoum. I'll I'll just oh, okay. listen to you talk about this one because I really have no idea what happened. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I also don't um have all of the details mm-hmm. about this about this issue. But what I do know is uh have been very active lately trying to reclaim their university. Okay. Right? Um and they're doing that in a lot of ways. One of them is um they're demanding for the uh, or something, something like mm-hmm. some students' fund thing that was run by Al Kazan to be dismantled because I guess this this fund was sort of what like budgeted for like student activities and all all of student needs on campus, mm-hmm. and it was run by Al Kazan, which meant that nothing was getting done and the money was being misappropriated and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I believe they're also like revamping the students, student union, the student, whatever, like all of these student government, all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but this issue, so there's a lot of activity in that sense on the university campus. But this particular situation, from what I've seen, is that the, the dorms, the like the the students, female students who are living in the dorms, have been complaining that they are getting robbed on an almost nightly basis. Okay. Almost nightly. Right. And it's a huge safety issue. Like, they're scared to be living in the dorms right. because they feel unsafe, and rightfully so, <coughs> to the point where students leave the dorms early to go to class just so they don't have to be there and be at risk of, mm-hmm. you know, of having somebody come in on them. Right, of being assaulted um, by a harami. Right. Right. And so it, it, it got to a point where the um, female students all came in and they staged a sit-in mm-hmm. in one of the lecture halls. At least that's what the video shows. Just a bunch of them sitting everywhere, on the benches, on the ground, whatever, demanding <coughs> that the um, demanding that the university, like, take action, help mm-hmm. in some way. And I think these dorms are specifically like because this was happening this like was happening and Amid and like a bunch of other professors or Umada or something. Okay. <clears throat> but the interesting I mean, the whole thing is interesting and worth discussing. Um, but the the clip that was going around 
Twitter was of Amid Kulitatib, I believe, talking to them. But he was basically berating the students because when they came in, the dean and the other deans or the professors or whatever, nobody got up to right. like show respect <sighs> okay. and nobody got up to make room for them to sit down. So before we get into that, Humanas then, mm-hmm. like the, <clears throat> sorry, the dean and, and these other professors, they came to the sitting because like, were they supposed to help, like, find a solution or, like, I believe they came to address the, the issues. Or, okay. Right. I think what, ha- yeah, what happened is that they came, and again, like, please correct us if we're wrong, but, like, this is from what, just from what I, I gathered. They came in to discuss the issue with the students, and then the clip obviously doesn't show the whole meeting. It just shows the beginning, I'm assuming, where this professor or the dean comes in and he's like, no, but none of you got up for us. This oh, is, right, okay. you know, disgusting and disrespectful. Right, so he, he just Never in my, <coughs> right, my decade or so of like being a dean or being a professor or whatever, this has never happened. This is unlike the, you know, behavior um, of, of students of Kulit al-Tib, blah, right. blah, 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 Cause blah, Because that's, that's the, <clears throat> the clip that I saw on Twitter, but I didn't really know the backstory, so. Right. Yeah. And so there was a lot of discussion on Twitter. Um, a lot of people, including uh, myself, were like, are you for real? Like, these people are literally in here because <coughs> they are afraid for their lives and for their safety. Mm-hmm. Like, the issue is so much more than... Like, this isn't, you know, uh, where we get up and ustaz, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Like, this is not it. Mm-hmm. Like, are you really making, setting, this is how you're setting the tone for this meeting? This meeting that is only happening because the students, like, like, I don't, I don't understand. And, but then there were other people who were like, you know, these students <clears throat> were being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. They came in, and it's fine to have a sit-in and everything, but y'all should have shown respect to the same people who you are asking for help, like you're asking the dean and the school administration and the professors for help, and how dare you ask for help and be so, like, entitled and disrespectful about it, you know, and a lot of people were singing the praises of the dean himself, like, you know, he's but, the, the but nicest how is man, it the most understanding. Entitlement, da, da, da. if you're just trying to hold them accountable, um, because this, I assume, is the university's responsibility. Like, security isn't security in the dorms their responsibility, like, on campus and things? I don't, I'm confused. Right. Well, the, the, I guess, from what I've seen, I mean, I'm sure people are making other arguments, but what I saw was that people were saying, you know, being this situation and demanding accountability doesn't, um, doesn't, like mean that you can be disrespectful okay you can demand accountability 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 without disrespecting you know the authority or disrespecting the people Mm -hmm. who are you know who are the same people who you're demanding accountability from here's my sure but like the the threshold of like what is um respectful and isn't is very like subjective first of all I don't know. First of all, you can be respectful without being deferent. 
Right. Like, just because they didn't show deference and stand up and make way and, like, part the seas of people for the dean and the other professors to come in and, and sit down and talk to them doesn't mean necessarily that they were being disrespectful. And granted, other things may have happened during that meeting that, like, that that showed disrespect. Like, maybe they were talking over them mm-hmm. or maybe they were chanting or whatever. I don't know. But... I'm just going by the clip and what he said, that one clip and what he said. <coughs> I don't think that showing respect has to be an agif, like, I don't, I don't think that it's, that, that, that attitude is something that we're taught in Sudan mm-hmm. as kids, like in madrasa. When the teacher comes in, you get up and salute the teacher, basically. Mm-hmm. It's a very military type deference and a show of respect but just because a person doesn't do that doesn't mean they're disrespecting you that's number one Mm -hmm. number two you have to understand the state of mind of the people who are coming to you in the first place why we're here like it's not happening in a vacuum you gotta read the room these girls, these women are coming in here because they are tired. They're fed up of being afraid to go to sleep because they might stab them or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a big deal. It's not just, oh, I get pickpocketed sometimes or whatever. Like, these women are talking about, like, imminent threat yeah, to their like safety. real actual like safety concern. The last thing on their minds is uh, should I, you know, am I being, am I being the right kind of respectful to my teacher right now? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and if you, I think it also kind of lacks not just, yeah, not just context, but it kind of lacks sympathy. Right. Yani, you'd have to understand like Anasdel what they're going through emotionally. Mm-hmm. And sure, later on maybe you can talk about that, but if that's the first thing you're bringing up when you walk in the room like how dare you not move so we can sit down? Yeah. You're completely missing the point and deflecting really to be honest. Like you're trying to blame the same people who are here because they are victims of like nightly robbery. I don't understand. I don't get it. Right. I I get being respectful to your professors. And I think a lot of people bringing up this idea that like, oh, the dean is so wonderful and he's so great and blah, 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 mm-hmm. is kind of besides the point, too. Why I, we don't care what kind of person he is. bringing that up? Like, what purpose? I don't know. Like, like how dare say? you disrespect the person who has always treated students, you know, with kindness and blah, 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 and all that. I think that's also, exactly, it's irrelevant. (laughs) It's irrelevant at this point because it's not about the dean. They're not here to complain about the dean. (sighs) They're here to complain about their living situation, and they want the school administration to do something about it. When they sit down in protest, it's not protesting the dean. It's protesting the school administration for not keeping them safe. And, like, bringing up the dean's, uh, you know, personality or like is completely irrelevant right because it's not about him it's not about the individual honestly like to me my my problem with it wasn't even that it was just it was on a more like philosophical level because I saw a lot of people complain about how like university students 
um, lack <clears throat> discipline in general, and that's why mm. they're so disrespectful. Um, and I thought it was really crazy that people don't realize that, especially in university, um, like you're you're kind of an adult. <laughs> Right, you're not a child anymore. Right, you're not yeah. a child anymore. So, yeah. like, I, I, I just, I don't understand. Like, the, the interaction changes right. once you it, are it a It completely does, student. and it's yeah. like you. Of course, you still need to be respectful and stuff. But like, people were complaining about just like the randomest stuff. Like, if you come into class with like coffee in the morning, so you can like absorb right. it. Like, I didn't understand. Why people were so um, just anal about like shakliyat yeah. kida um, yeah. that don't but really I think that's part serve. of the culture. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. and the thing is, um, yeah. it's just that like once you become an adult, actually before that even, but whatever, that's another debate for another day. Lakin, let's just say that once you become an adult then the respect level needs to be mutual and nobody really teaches us right. that. So Absolutely not. Ben of Sotariga, like people who are saying they should have been more respectful. Well, he should have been more respectful towards them and like not, you know, have made it about him. Absolutely. So. <clears throat> But I also think that, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. And I think that the the reason why that is, is because we are not, taught that there's a difference there is no clear delineation between high school and college right. that's number one like i think the whole uh you know respect for an ustaz thing mm -hmm. carries over from elementary school and high school all the way into college but in the same way like nothing about the interaction between student and teacher changes when you're in college. Right. That's number one. Number two, I think also because of the age at which people enter college. You know what? Sudan, that is so like, true. Folks are so much younger. Right. That is Like true. you're still like 16. Some people are like, my cousin went to college at like 15. Yeah, that's crazy. And so <laughs> it's still like you're not, you're not there. You know what I mean? Like right. mentally yeah. you're still a kid and you're not used to being treated like an adult and nobody prepares you. Like when you're in high school, you're not really prepared for the you know in like a yam right like things change about you yeah. when you're in college like you're still pretty much a kid up until you graduate university mm -hmm. and then that's when you get a job and then you're considered an adult versus other places where once you're in college you're pretty you're supposed to you're, be pretty yeah, you're self sufficient and independent right. yeah And 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 the professors show you that with the way that they treat you exactly they don't treat you like a that kid. is absolutely true And I think that's one of the things that needs to change about the way that we educate mm -hmm. Sudan. Like, that should be part of the system. Like, you are slowly becoming prepared for adulthood. And then once you get into college, you are an adult. And you are, you know what I mean? So there's just a lot of stuff that needs to change. And and honestly, one of the most important things that need the one of the most important things that needs to change is the way that professors interact with students mm -hmm. there has to be a difference there has to be like a mutual respect right. like you are an adult i am your educator but you're an adult mm -hmm. and i'm going to speak to you as one and i'm going to hold you accountable as one just as i the student have the right to hold you accountable as my educator mm -hmm. i understand the importance of like respecting your educators 
because these are the people who are like you know giving you knowledge and whatever but I think respect and accountability are not mutually exclusive mm-hmm. you can hold people accountable and not like bow down to them and still be respectful right I don't think there's anything wrong with not standing up for somebody. And again, other things might have happened in that lecture hall that we didn't see in that video. But just off of like, hey, none of you stood up for me, that's bullshit to me. That's a cop out. That's you trying to deflect as far as I personally am concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention that like students across Yama are protesting. Like I think um, students of Al-Ahfad are protesting about the fact that like they're being made to take exams, the students of Kulitatib specifically, medical students, mm-hmm. were being were like being made to take exams and they're like, we don't know anything. We have not done a single round in a hospital. And you guys are t- making us take exams. And then I guess the compromise was, okay, we'll take the exams now and then we'll give you the rounds later. But it's like we're your six students. And there was one student with a fly that with with a poster that literally said, I am not a safe doctor. Wow. Okay. Like, yeah, that was mind-blowing to me. Like, you, wow. these, these kids know that they are not equipped to graduate. Wow. Because they have, like, it's That's mind-blowing. That's kind of terrifying. It's, it, it is. It, it is absolutely terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. And the fact that the students know it themselves is even more scary. Because it's not like they just don't know. They, they have the awareness. And the school administration is like, ah, you'll be fine. Whatever, we'll figure it out later. What? What is the point of examining them? <laughs> what is the point of testing them if, right. if they're not, if they don't even have the full picture? They don't have all the knowledge. Right. What are you testing them on? Theory? <laughs> and they have no like experience with patients, no no real actual real life experience, which is part of things that you should be teaching them. Bro I don't understand. Okay. I don't understand. Uh yeah. woman um, that took much longer than expected. So. A woman I just want people to do better. And I want I would I would hope for both students and educators to be be self-aware for one and to recognize that student making a complaint about their learning environment or their living conditions is not about you it's not about you as a person it's an attack on your system. And if you are mad that the system is being attacked, then change it so they don't have anything to say. Right. That's, that's all it takes. Do it. Do the work so that they don't have anything to complain about. And they have no reason to disrespect you. Sure. All right. <laughs> cool. Cool, 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 cool. Here we go, Sadra. It's topic number two. All right. I'm sure you heard about the case of the young man who was found to have murdered two of his female friends, right. I believe they were. Yes. Vaguely, in a yes. Like unusually violent way. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think I say unusual because we don't hear about cases like this a lot um, in the Sudanese context. But uh, basically, he lures these women through friendship. <laughs> through friendship, yeah. I guess. I'm sorry, it's not funny. Um, and then murders them and uh, dismembers them. Right. And I believe then disposes of their bodies in different places uh, or like scatters the body around different areas. I don't know. Again, I don't have all the details because it's hard to have accurate details of stories like this uh, coming out of a Sudan because this is very like a dad. This is giving me a dad, and like you never know just exactly what the like how accurate the information what the facts, is. Yeah, yeah, what the facts are. But Al Muhim uh, Azolda apparently um, confessed. Allegedly, he confessed to the crime, mm-hmm. saying that he yes, he did kill those women um, and uh, dismembered them and all that. Um, and I was personally shocked because I, first of all, like I still have this part of me that's like very Sudani, where it's like. <laughs> like this just doesn't happen for Sudan. What do you mean? Sure. A serial killer, like you know? Um so but also like just the f- oh yeah, absolutely. I fully embodied auntie mode for a hot second when I heard the story <laughs> and was like, Sayemi? Sudan But then it's like, are you dumb? Like I'm sure this has been happening. Right. We just don't hear about exactly. it. Um But I think what shocked me the most was that in the aftermath, um, people were coming on Twitter and defending the uh, alleged serial killer, mm-hmm. uh, trial pending, um, and being like, no, either saying that this didn't happen. Actually, a, a lot of people weren't saying that this didn't happen. They were saying that, yes, it happened, but this person is such a good person Um that you know he was either it's either he's sick uh you know he's he's not okay and he's unstable and he's sick and blah 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 and we shouldn't hold him accountable or um that um he was bamboozled into murdering these people he was either exploited okay or that's second one blackmailed. i'm really not following but all right <laughs> yeah uh, people were saying that he was blackmailed. Uh, people were saying that he was tricked. That's this is a this is like a quote. He was quote unquote tricked into killing these people, and and they were kind of like singing his praises and showing all the things that could couldn't possibly make a serial killer out of him. I mean, and you know, and he's just such a wonderful, loving person, and he was my best friend, and blah blah blah, and that's why uh, we cannot vilify him in this way. Um, I'd like to take this one at a time. For the people who say that he's ill. Okay. And this is why he did what he did. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Right. I was going to say there is absolutely no doubt. Because how else yeah. do you scatter yeah. someone? Like, that's, please, come on now. Any serial killer has a degree of instability that makes that person have this impulse and feel the need to kill consecutively. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, without reason, really. I mean, as far as we know, these women didn't do anything to him, and they were known to him. They were his friends. So um, in that sense, like, you're not, this is not news. You're not giving us anything Mm -hmm. new. Um, The problem is that either, A, if you all recognize that this man was ill, or if he himself knew or his family knew, then everybody involved had a responsibility. But did anyone actually know? Like, the people who were saying um, that he was ill, is this, like, the conclusion they're drawing now? Right. Or did or are they you just know, drawing know the conclusion? That, like, something was wrong? Because... That is a good point. If you did know, then, like, I just... I think the idea that mental illness immediately makes you, immediately absolves you from any responsibility Mm -hmm. is not it. Their state of mind is taken into account, but that does not absolve them of accountability. Exactly. Like, they're still either put in a, you know, in a facility or jail or whatever, depending on the degree of the illness, depending on, you know, the situation. So just citing mental illness. So do, do you know what's happening to the guy now? Like, I don't know. I don't even know if the trial has started yet. I have no information um, about like where we're at in the case. Mm -hmm. I think his mental state obviously should be taken into account. I don't think it absolves him of any responsibility. Right. Absolutely. His characteristics outside of, his crime انه كان بيصلي ولا بصوم ولا بقول لكم امشوا صلوا ولا برسل لكم جمعه مباركه i don't think any of that is relevant mm-hmm. as we've seen over the last 30 years of our government mm-hmm. our government is the is the poster child for رسائل الجمعه those people بيبنوا في الجوامع left and right what did they do to our country what did they do to our people like a person's outward belief has no bearing on their private actions this man still committed a crime, whether it's decided Jumu'ah or not, to the subuh or hadir or not, is irrelevant. Right. That's that on that to me. Like, I don't understand what you telling us, you know, that you confided in him and he kept your secret has to do with the fact that he allegedly killed two people. Yeah. He can kill two people and still be a nice person to you. Right. Do you understand what a sociopath is? I, no, I don't think people really do. Like, that's how they get their victims. Right. By being charming. Exactly, by, by being, being super charming. Right, outwardly non-threatening. Uh, please, a, a Netflix documentary, a YouTube documentary. The, YouTube it. it. Like, it will read about, you know, Ted Bundy and, and all these other people. Right. Son of Sam and everybody else who were described as charming, attractive, handsome, um, kind, uh, quiet, all these people who commit these horrific, obscene murders were all people who had to lure their victims somehow. They didn't just wait for them in the bushes. But I think it's you know? that, like, because we, like, as a people collectively, we tend to care about, we actually care a lot about people's like um, social capital and right. you know like how they behave in society you know so right I feel like we put 
so much weight on that that we kind of think that that's all the person is because I feel like this argument comes out a lot like even when there was that um hashtag um where people were talking about like um women specifically uh were telling their stories of like sexual assault or harassment um mm-hmm. by different Sudanese guys and their friends were like what never like he's so nice right. and like why would he even like he stated hotter girls and like he's so charming and i think we just right. like we we can never separate the actual person and who they are in their private life from just like their social and right. i yeah social capital is so important um that it kind of supersedes everything else. It does. Like, I mean, just in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Yani, it's become it's become almost a joke. Yani, them she sug, masalan, or we see the dukan, and become shangil Quran da ya huzatul haram. Right. You know, who's gonna rip you off and stuff? And like, those things don't come from a vac. Don't come from nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like they come from reality. Right. We're we're so obsessed with the front that everybody puts up, mm-hmm. or the image that everybody puts up, right. that other stuff becomes you know like becomes irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Like oh, or like it becomes shocking that somebody could be different from the image that they that they portray themselves to be. Right. Like a, a person, a man who you know suddenly suddenly but he goes home and beats his wife. Right. Like, these are not, these, I mean, that's the same person. Mm-hmm. And just because a person treats you one way doesn't mean they treat everybody the same way. Absolutely. At the end of the day, you have the right to defend your friend. <sighs> just excusing a crime is really hard for me to accept. Like, I, I can say that, yes, my friend did this, and, you know, my friend is ill. But I can't dismiss what my friend did, mm-hmm. even as a result of their illness. Right. I can say, I can, you know, I can, I can petition for or fight for my friend to get the right kind of um, repercussion. Mm-hmm. You know, my friend did this horrible thing because he is severely ill and needs to be treated. Right. He needs professional help. Maybe he doesn't need jail. He needs to be in a facility where they can help him. Right. Jail won't help him, you know? I can I can see that. I can understand that. But I don't understand. My friend was ill, therefore he's not responsible. Mm-hmm. Or my friend is ill, therefore we should just not even talk yeah, about no. the two people who died. Right. That, that don't sit right with me. All right. Yeah, but that's that on that. We have, one, we have two more topics. Do we have time for two more topics? <laughs> We can talk about both. We can try to. We talk. haven't been back in a while. We can try to talk about both. Okay, who do you want to start with? Let's start with the doctor. <laughs> Is All he right. an actual like MD? Allegedly, according to his Twitter bio. <laughs> that doesn't mean you know, that. That makes no sense. <laughs> I don't care about that. <laughs> um. Again, this is one of those things that I didn't even know was happening. I knew about it because people kept quote tweeting him, and it just ended up on my timeline like a million times. See, I could not I didn't avoid even this see guy. That. <sighs> my God. Uh-huh. Um, so this man 
uh, who is a self, I will say self-proclaimed doctor. Right. And um, fitness specialist person, specialist, professional Mm -hmm. influencer. I don't know what he is, but he he, he be talking about fitness and about health and stuff. And he was out here telling us that we all need to lose weight because we're all fat and disgusting. Um, and the, t- the tweet that really set everybody off, I mean, there was a bunch of them. There was a collection of tweets where he's just talking sideways at the people he's trying to, quote, unquote, advise. Because um, be- before we get to that, can we just say that his account started out as like a tips and advice kind of thing, which I thought would be great because no there. Like, that's what it was supposed to be. Okay. Like, nutrition tips and advice for people. And I thought that was great because I didn't know any, like, specifically Sudanese nutritionists who Mm. were qualified enough to, like, give people advice. I I don't know. Like, when I first saw the account, I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is happening. And then he kept popping up on my timeline. I was like, like, what is happening with this guy? And then I actually read the tweets and I was like, oh, God, okay. I was rooting for you. He you seems know. very much a tough love, the biggest loser, kind of Jillian, whatever, what, what was her name? Jillian Michaels, <sighs> Jillian Jacobs, that lady who was getting on, getting in on uh, on Lizzo. I dislike her For, for being so much. fat. Like, I mean, she that lady so doesn't unlikable. seem like she's very, yeah, she's not very likable. But it's very, very that, very like... Mm-hmm. I yell at you because I care about you. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna motivate you by insulting you incessantly and destroying you emotionally. See, but like the, that's the, what's gonna motivate you to lose is, weight and become healthy. Right. But the problem is the biggest loser and these people are like very dramatic Americans who are on TV and it needs to be compelling for viewers like it needs to be that dramatic but if you're saying you're an actual medical doctor then I think that your usloob should be different right right but let's so the tweet tweet. yeah the tweet in question says (laughs) um I don't know if this is supposed to be like an emoji that I just don't have in my packet or like, uh-huh. uh, or it's supposed to be like an attention emoji. It's like a black and white oh, it's uh, an exclamation emoji. point emoji. That is absolutely oh, okay. 100% right. what it is. That's like his signature, okay. the little attention emoji and then like a green apple. I don't know the attention emoji, apple, ellipses. A top crop. بتلبس لما تكون عضلات بطنك مشدودة ومنسقة وسمحة وعندك لاين لطيف من فوق لتحت مقسم بطنك ما منطقي تكون بطنك مترحلة زي شحم الظهر ما تعرف تفرزيها وكبيرة مدلدلة لتحت اسمه توب كروب ما توب شخيط heartbroken emoji before we get into it can I please tell you how I read this tweet <laughs> Please, please, because I also have a way that I read. Please it. don't make fun of me, but I, honest to God, read it. Matel besi a tob kerob, and I was like, but who wears 
Thiab is like a robe. Like, does do people actually that do so that? Much. But then, why is it related to your abs? Because who sees? You know what? That is a really good idea. Maybe I could make a robe out of. You know what? And we can. That's Michelle so Bayi beautifully Chinese, innocent. And I just, I love it. I, it never crossed my mind until someone like that. literally mentioned it on Twitter, and I was like, oh. <gasps> Oh, that's what he means. Okay. Can I can I tell you how I read it? Yeah, please. I read it El Tob Crop. <laughs> and I thought that was like Modapla like Tob. You know how like Fitiab Inda Isamiya. And I thought a Tob Crop was like that's the name of a Tob. Right. Tob Hindi or Latob whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I just kept looking at it like what is that mean and then until i got until i got to munasqa aw samha hatta mukhi rabat bayna alithnain and i was like oh, no please tell me it doesn't mean crop top please no 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 yani inta law dair tanabiz annas hal aqal like if you're gonna be that condescending can you please at least like make an effort i don't know at least know what it's called because we were all confused right and then we laughed it was it didn't even have the intended uh effect mm-hmm. because we were too busy laughing at the ignorance sir what are you doing didn't even laugh the whole like tough love movement to motivate people to lose weight mm-hmm. is such a it's it's for the birds it's so oh <laughs> it doesn't work it really is. it doesn't work mm-hmm. like eventually the person that you motivate in this way yes it can start that way where they feel so terrible about themselves mm-hmm. that they you know lose all this weight and whatever but in the back of their Which mind, is what happens it's always going to stay there. the biggest loser all the time because they lose so much weight in such a short amount of time under like so much violent pressure that they just put it right. all back on again. So I definitely don't think that's the healthiest way to deal with people who... Because Aslan, I'm assuming that if someone goes to a nutritionist who is a fitness specialist, quote-unquote. I imagine you would do that because you have, um, I don't know, issues with, like, your body image or whatever. So I don't understand how, like, this is the way you deal with people who already have, um, like, body image and self-esteem problems. I'm just, I'm so confused. Like, for what... I it may it's so unnecessary. <gasps> you can really advise people without being a jerk. I don't understand why those two things have to go together. Right. And I think it's all like it just yani this whole like uh don't wear this because nobody wants to see it or like you're 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 putting everything on external factors like you're not advising people to lose weight because it's better for you mm-hmm. like because it's healthier for you or because whatever because you're a doctor and a nutritionist or whatever or a fitness specialist or whatever the mm-hmm. hell you claim to be mm-hmm. and like 
shouldn't it be about, hey, lose this weight because kida you avoid being unhealthy or lose this weight because blah, 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 and not about like, hey, nobody wants to see your gut hanging out of your crop top. Like, I don't understand what that has to do with your professional opinion. That's not professional opinion. That is your personal opinion. You don't like when girls with stomachs wear crop tops. Right. And it's, it's just, it's so unnecessary. And also he's, I just find him really problematic because for someone who has such a um, big ass mouth, to be honest, at least on Twitter, I find that his advice, besides being just like really unpleasant and mean to people, um, I feel like he also lacks some very important cultural sensitivity because if you're going to advise people on what to eat, I feel like you should be like, you should really take into consideration um, like would people eat on an, do you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to come and tell people to eat oats in the morning. Like, for khartoum, to who? Yeah. Who yeah. has access I to I saw this? that. I saw that. What do you mean? Thank you for bringing that up. Like, you're so Thank silly. you for bringing that up. Because I was like, he was talking about how people spend money on going out to restaurants and stuff when they could just buy fruits and vegetables and, you know, eat healthier and be better and whatever, whatever. Right, but like and the that's stuff completely that was... dismissing the, the reality of 99% of the people who live. Right. I think you're, you're talking, I mean, even even this crop top tweet, you're talking to a specific demographic. Right. You're that not was, talking to everybody. Yeah. Who's wearing a crop top yeah. in Sudan? Yeah. Who's wearing a crop top? Out like kida fil bilad hain kida. He keeps addressing women as if access to like gyms and stuff is easy for women in Sudan. Like even in Khartoum, like what are you talking about? What, like who are you? Right. What? Like I said, I mean, all of it is all of it is addressing a specific demographic. Like this kind of reminded me. I mean, a conversation I had with me yesterday reminded me of this, and I'm glad you brought it up. She was like, and he was talking about how and I just remembered this dude's tweet of like talking about how all this money that you spend on restaurants, you could spend on fruits and vegetables. And I'm like, what about the people who have weight issues and nutritional issues who cannot afford neither the restaurant nor the you know the 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 fruits and vegetables that you're talking about yeah. like he was he had he has another tweet that was like right i saw that and it has any nutritional value can we and he's like blah blah and i'm like yeah but can we also talk about the fact that a lot of al sudani was made like was created out of necessity like mulahweka is out of necessity right I don't know. I just feel like if you're going to be pulling advice out of your ass, you need to have a little bit of consideration. Some context. Yeah, context. <laughs> this, the context. This, this context. That's all we ask just, for. Like, please, don't tell people to go eat yani, quinoa. What are you talking about? Like, sir? I, I don't. This also reminded me of um, uh, Hinai. When was this? Last time I was in Khartoum, someone showed me a video. I think it was my aunt. She showed me a video, not a video, like an an audio recording of this like supposedly funny guy 
um, who does like. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't find it funny. I was really offended, but whatever. Um, audios he's supposedly funny. So he was talking about how um, so that everyone can get fit. والناس كمان عشان يعني ناي مشاكل المواصلات والزحمة هنحله كله in one go um, and everyone can just walk like we'll just make everyone walk وقال أصلا النسوان اللي بيقعدوا يعرسوا ويتدردموا like they <laughs> they get really overweight allegedly um, بس يمشوا like يمشوا في الشارع they need to walk and I was like uh, where <laughs> What Khartoum do you live in? This reminds me. Have you, of course, you're a man, like you wouldn't know, but like, what? <laughs> this what? reminds me of that tweet. Please. That tweet we talked about the other day that was like, واحد ماشي بالشارع وقال قدامه ماشي واحدة. Yeah. وهو مستعجل وداير يفوته وهي قامت كل ما هو يزيد سرعته وهي بتزيد سرعتها and he found it so funny. And another girl replied and was like, Co-tweeted him and I was like, the reason why she was walking so fast and the reason why we do that is because we're terrified right. that you're going to attack right. us. We don't like know who you funny. are. And you guys have made it so impossible for us to just walk down the street in peace that we automatically see every single man as a threat. Like, it's not funny. She really felt threatened. Right. And that's why that was happening. Right. So all, all I'm saying is that all these people who are, like, criticizing women specifically for this thing and just like uh, advice left and right just be aware of the context like you cannot context it's not really easy important. to walk in Khartoum um, because of many reasons like infinite reasons context especially for women so always context will never fail you it will always lead you in the right direction like <laughs> what are you talking about? Please. Have I ever told you the story? I'm going to walk with my daughter in the street. Oh yeah, I was going to say when you almost yeah. got arrested. Context is important. That's the bottom line. Right. The other thing I wanted to mention about this, I think, is that I think is relevant, is the fact that people like him often can talk this way and get away with talking this way because they hide behind their quote-unquote, professional, professionalism, their professional title. But it's, extremely unprofessional. Regardless of whether, regardless of whether we, we actually believe he's a doctor or not. Like <laughs> yeah, the, I don't know. I don't know yeah, for a fact. Yeah, I, I haven't seen his qualifications, right? I haven't seen his, his degree. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> that's why, that's why doctors can speak to patients any which, any which way. Because they're, right. Yeah, because they can feel because they feel that superiority of like an addictor, I am uh, the professional whatever on this, and therefore I can speak to you any kind of way, and you have to take it because I have power over you. Once again, just like the professor who was mad that the students didn't stand up for him, it's the same. It stems from the same attitude. Right. I am. I have these qualifications that make me better than you, and therefore I can speak to you any kind of way, and you have to respect me right. because of my title, because of my position. And like you, people like that don't feel like they owe their patients or they owe the people they're talking to, their audience, any kind of respect because I'm giving you the advice. 
you're the one who's a fat ass sitting around eating your bonbons and your hot Cheetos and your, you know, and your ozone breakfast or whatever the hell he thinks that people are eating or your burgers or your pizza. And therefore, I can speak to you any kind of way because I'm the one who has the moral superiority in this position, in this situation. And it's like, no, you don't. Just because you're a doctor and I'm a patient or I, you're a quote unquote fitness and nutrition professional and I am a person on Twitter doesn't mean that you have the right to disrespect me. Honestly, I don't know. I think that I, I feel like maybe like he just wanted to establish like a, a tone of voice, a brand for himself. And he thought that this Could way be. he would be maybe like relatable. I don't know, girl. I I don't know, we and I really don't care. How it's just that phobia is a real thing in Sudanese society, and like allows people to speak to and you, or speak at. Yeah, right. People who are bigger that way, like like is nobody's gonna be mad that you talk to a fat person that way mm-hmm. because they're fat. Like that's the attitude, right? Right. So عادي, even though I could be skinny and have a gut and be offended and we'll by the tweet. rationalize it by saying, oh, man, I can't Right, exactly. Right. A lot of what the responses he was retweeting was, a lot of people are talking, or talk just like that, but they don't have his qualifications. Right. People are, can, people, other people are jerks without having a degree in fitness or whatever his degree is in yani. which is like how is that relevant just because you have a degree in anything doesn't mean that you have the right to speak sideways at people like oh everybody needs to get over themselves right Okay, that makes sense. The material is not very absorbent, I guess. It's probably not. Bro, I just, I can't. Um, okay, our final topic. I, I'll let you talk about this because I don't know. Oh, girl, no, please. <laughs> I am so tired. I have nothing. Well, I, I, the only reason I'm, let, I'm letting you talk about it, I'm letting you introduce it because I don't know exactly what he said. I know what people said he said, but I couldn't get myself to watch the whole thing. Uh, okay. Video, to be I, I, I watched, but like, and I don't know if I remember everything, but I will try my best. Tell the people what we're talking about. Um, yes. So there is a person by the name of Yasser Cristiano on Twitter. <coughs> um, you might know or follow him because Ayama Soda, he used to like upload a bunch of videos. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, like sharing his opinions. He usually films in his car. Right, right exactly. And he's, he like analyzes certain things that are happening. Right. And stuff. And he's he's a pretty, <clears throat> like he's a, he's a very like calm, level-headed kind of person. Like he's not very, I don't know. Right. Like he's just, he, he seems like really chill. He present he he presents as a level headed person. Exactly. Um, so recently, he uploaded some videos talking about how every time he gets on social media, he sees these pictures of Sudanese people, and it really affects him because even though. 
um, he considers himself to be like a very um, tolerant, open-minded person. Um, he feels that these pictures and things um, are like a really bad reflection on the entire Sudanese population. Can I also mention that he specifically, I think, was referring to a photo that was going around. Yes, with the, the guy and the three this, girls. The young man sitting very uh, rap star-like on a chair and then surrounded by, I think, three or four young women who were uh, in various degrees of dress. Mm-hmm. Like, one of them was wearing a jacket with, like, around her shoulders with a you know, a sleeveless top. The other one was wearing something else. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. So he said that these things, um, he said that, um, like, when he sees um, provocative pictures of women on the internet that are not of Sudanese nationality, um, it does not bother him. But if he knows <laughs> that the people are Sudanese, then he it just makes him feel some type of way because and that's that. Um, right. I think that's like the gist of what he said. And then people, you know, rightfully um, <clears throat> disagreed and were outraged by what he said, especially since I think there are other videos in which, one of which I actually watched, mm-hmm. <laughs> That in which he says, you know, he talks about how people need to respect other people's right to freedom of expression and like, yeah, basically, and like what other people do is not your business mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. So he, he kind of like preaches that a lot mm-hmm. of like everybody needs to mind their business and live their lives. Mm-hmm. And part of being in a, in a democracy and being in, you know, a dola that uh, respects the people's rights is respecting people's right to have a differing opinion and a different lifestyle and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And just because you don't agree doesn't mean that you have the right to encroach on their freedom. Mm-hmm. So for him to come in, you know, a lot of people were saying, for him to come around and say this was kind of uh, hypocritical, not kind of, was actually, you know, very hypocritical right. and, and, you know, goes directly against what he was saying before and all of that. Right. I, and I agree. I, I, I mean, think I he put up another that. video. Um, he, yeah, he, I'm looking at a tweet right now. I, I mean, it has a, a link to the video, but he says, uh, he apologized basically. Okay. When I first saw this thing, I was like, okay, this is really ridiculous because people in the comments were saying, like people who were agreeing with him, were saying, yeah, you're right. Right. And I find that really rich because um is supposed to like engulf uh, 40 million Sudanese people. So, like, I don't know right. what to tell you. And also, right, right, <laughs> fully. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, a lot of people were, you know, a lot of people have that opinion of like, that goes against their personal 
uh, outlook or viewpoint is always right. whereas like I think people misunderstand and even I think he even made a video about this mm-hmm. about the fa- the the you know the the false narrative of right. like that you don't understand that Madaniya is is a system right in which should encompass all these different kinds of things these different opinions and 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 the freedom to have these opinions and the freedom to to express yourself differently like that's the point of it right. not your specific brand of life or lifestyle right and so it's interesting that you know i think for me uh at first i was offended by what he said mm-hmm. like many other people and i was like wow that's rich coming from somebody who's talking about how people should be mind minding their own business right um but now that i mean but i also wasn't surprised because i think that's something that a lot of sudanese people in general exhibit mm-hmm. this idea that halal or haram علينا نحنا وحلال للناس الثانيين like if somebody else is doing something that you find scandalous mm-hmm. somebody non sudanese it doesn't matter to you it doesn't register on your radar but the moment it's a sudanese person you feel personally offended by it mm-hmm. and i know we've talked about this before this idea that like you're responsible for other sudanese people's right. behavior when you're not <coughs> Like, they're not related to you, and therefore, they can do whatever the hell they want, and it doesn't mean that you get to dictate what they should, or, like, you get to have a say in what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it doesn't mean that it is a reflection on you. Right. Like, we are multifaceted, diverse in our everything, in our cultures, in our beliefs, in our opinions. And it doesn't mean that one Sudanese person doing something doesn't mean that that is the same for all Sudanese people or that it reflects on all Sudanese people. Right. The other thing is there is a, a there is like a level of hypocrisy where it's like you can look at a woman dressed in nothing, in a tube top and duct tape around her hips mm-hmm. and be okay with it but if it's a Sudanese woman doing that all of a sudden you're not only deeply offended you're attacking that person right my D, and you're attacking D her family and, and, culture and you're attacking you know the people who raised her that the wasiya إنه أي سوداني في العالم بيكون جاي روحه هو وصي على أي سوداني تاني في العالم. Right. Which is. Right. And I'm not saying that he's doing that. I'm just saying that this is a thing that is not unique, and it's something that's in our culture. It's not just him. You know, him expressing this contradictory view really is not surprising because I feel a lot of people are like that. Right. A lot of people feel that way. Not just about the way that women dress, about a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll have gay friends. If you live outside of Sudan, you'll have gay friends and it'll be fine or whatever. Right. But then, if you know a Sudanese dude who's gay, right. all That's of a sudden, so you, you know, you, you're going to give him a beat down or right. you're going right. to or do whatever because you feel like right. uh-huh. when in reality, so if you really... <laughs> If you really feel like Dima Hayatna, then that should apply for you across the board. That means that you don't accept it across the board. You don't deal with it across the board. That means that you don't look at the Instagram models with their ass out and whatever. That doesn't sit well with you because Inta ka Sudani, Dima Adata Kutakalidak. Mush innu ke inta Sudani. عاداتك وتقاليدك ما إنو البنات بناتكون يعملوا الحاجة دي. عاداتك وتقاليدك إنك إنت 
ما بترضى بالحاجه دي ذيرفور ما بتعاين لا ريجاردلس اوف ويذر عملته سودانيه ولا ما سودانيه ماي بيرسونال بروبلم وذ ذيس ثينج اوف عاداتنا وتقاليدنا از ام هو جيتس تو ديسايد عاداتنا وتقاليدنا دي شنو يعني كليرلي فور ذيس جاي اند ذيس از اونلي نوت لايك Like I don't care about like no the the, yeah, the, no the picture or the video or whatever, but the fact that he needed to say, "Oh, like I'm super tolerant and I accept everyone's opinions and like what they do with their lives and whatever," but this is where I draw the line. How do you decide where that line is? Because to him, it was um, that specific photo that he found um, not very tasteful or whatever. Right. Um, right. Like, there are certain places right. in Khartoum where you could wear pants and nobody would really care. But there are other places, right. that's already like where they draw the line. Right. Depending on where you go. Like, the. the I don't know, like it differs. Yeah, it differs it's not, a lot. Yeah, so how do yeah. you decide? Well, I think that's part of our problem as Sudanese people is that we are always trying to decide one rule to cover everybody. Like we're not okay with having a culture where we all have similarities. There are there are there are traits that are common across the across the board, but there are other things that aren't. Like I think we feel like culture means uniformity. Mm-hmm. And culture means like homogeneity. We all need to be exactly the same. Otherwise, intamasuda. Mm-hmm. It's the same argument that people make with uh a damasiri. They're not Sudanese because they're doing things that we disagree with. Right, right. But it's like they can still be Sudanese and still be terrible. Like, I don't think those things are not mutually exclusive. So I think we're always trying to look for just one, like, master rule, one master key to fit everybody. And it doesn't work like that. Right. Like, that's not how humanity works. And that's not how culture works either. We can all <coughs> subscribe or... or, or identify with Sudanese culture without all of us being like my main problem with the video was that um <coughs> I was thinking okay um I personally think this is ridiculous but he's obviously entitled to having an opinion and the right. most important thing to me is that Um, the law doesn't validate his opinion that people can still mm. do whatever the hell they want and he can just have an opinion if he wants. That's like, that's point. absolutely fine. But then I started right. thinking about it and I was like, but is it really, like, just a neutral opinion? Like, if you look at it in context, I feel like, yes, you get to have an opinion, but also really think about whether it's necessary or not because it can be... very how do i say this like it it kind um, of dangerous yeah it just um like it it adds to a pretty oppressive hinai mm. that's already going like you know right right uh, i see what you're saying <sighs> 
And that is directly connected to my next point. Okay. Which is that I think the reason why you feel that way, mm-hmm. because that's how I felt in the beginning. Like, you're furthering an already oppressive narrative. Right, exactly. Of dima hayatna, dima alatna, taqalidna, whatever, even though this is your personal opinion. Right. You are because when, the thing is, when, the, when you say that, the consequences... Um, are often lived by the women more than the men. And I don't think right. people really realize that. Right. Like when you're outside of Sudan. Nobody cared about like, the dude in the picture. Exactly. Nobody cares yeah. about that. Like people yeah. made fun of him, but for their, like, whatever, for different reasons than right. what they were saying about the girls. So obviously right. it's not right. the same. Yani. But I think the reason we feel that way is because... First of all, it was a video. Like, he uh, um, expressed that opinion publicly. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes it feel like it's no longer just a personal opinion. Right. It's actually something that can have farther reaching, like, can be more farther reaching than that. Right. And two, clearly, because, because he is already. He has a yeah. ton of followers, and a lot of people were agreeing with him. Exactly. Right. And that's number two, is because he ha- he is a public figure with a large following, automatically your opinion becomes, first of all, to some, it becomes fact, mm-hmm. right? Especially the people who agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and to the people who are sort of on the fence, people who, are, who maybe don't have an opinion or people who are... Um, uh, who ha- are sort of like more, I don't want to say weak-minded because that's not very nice, but like <laughs> no, just people not. who don't have, who don't have, um, who Ooh. don't Ooh. have Ooh. the ability to form their own opinions. Who, who are can easily, be swayed. Yeah, people who are easily swayed, younger people who are easily swayed, who can take this and just because you are someone who, you know, is legitimized or has a lot of credibility based on the number of followers you have, immediately take your opinion as fact and run with it. Now, is that your responsibility? Mm, a lot of people can argue, not really. Right. It's not, yes, it's Cristiano's responsibility that some people are easily swayed. True. But um, I just think that, uh, like, it is the, where you are responsible is where you have to realize that what you say is more than just your personal opinion that you are... Right. Unfortunately, because a lot of people do listen to you, you are held to a different standard. I agree. And your words have and a I, lot more power than other Yeah, people. and I think that as someone who really marketed himself as being, like, very level-headed and, like, right. I think that yeah. he needs to at least be aware of, like, the things that he's putting out there. Like, the more, I mean... Once the initial what the hell wore off, I, I, like a couple of days later, I mean, I wasn't angry about it for a couple of days, but like when I came and thought about it a couple of days later, I was like, I've, I get it. I mean, he's, a, he's expressing his personal opinion. That's all he was doing. Mm-hmm. He's expressing his personal opinion. However, because of all the things that we talked about, you know, him having a following and everything, it just becomes way more than that. Yeah. The word, the, the opinion itself like says a lot and so i i don't think that he could have phrased it in any other way that would have made it less right like it made the impact less but but you know i just i think this is may just maybe a wake-up call of like you your personal opinion people are automatically going to take as you trying to impose your opinion even if you're just saying it to share your own opinion 
Like, people are going to take it differently because of your position. You know what? Actually, I think there would have been a much better way to say what he had to say, honestly. You think so? Yeah. I think there there was... I think there was a better way to say, um, like, oh, you need to be really like aware of how you present yourself to the world because I believe that we represent like we all represent Sudanese people and whatever which I still think is a trash opinion but it would have been better than like oh my god like I go on social media and see like all these disgusting pictures that I would not care about if they were not Sudanese like you know what I mean right 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 yeah no yeah I I I agree I mean I just think that the the take was (laughs) The take was hot, and it was yep. ill. It was uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> but, you know, but it's also the same take that a lot of other people have. I mean, just like that guy who was, like, pissed about um, the female, the women's football league, and he had a video with a Brazilian foot, football woman. I don't know what to call her. I guess she's, like, he's one of those guys who do the trick the trick shots and oh, okay. whenever like right. and he had a video of him and a Brazilian lady who came to Sudan and she was visiting the pyramids and I guess he was there at the same time mm-hmm. and like they made a video oh, together and he like went viral and everything right. and then like a few weeks later he was talking about how the fo- women's football league and when he was called out for it he was like unapologetic and like it's not the same because right. I mean she's not Sudania and also I didn't ask her to do that she did it herself yeah but you, oh, she, okay. they didn't ask you about your opinion either so like what are you even talking about so it's, 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 it's like this double standard of like if it's a Sudanese if it's a non-Sudanese person I don't care but if it's a Sudanese person all of a sudden it's my business and I am allowed to like demonize it because yeah the, nine whole months have gone by and Sudanese men are still so disappointed <laughs> Sorry, Listen, guys. We're all disappointing. At this point, I think I've seen so much stuff on Twitter from men and women that I'm just like, wow. You know what? We're all garbage. You're right. We're all garbage. You're right. It's true. That is absolutely yeah, true. We're all I garbage. was kind of ignoring that part, but the women have been. Woo. On a thousand. Uh, oh my God. What? God, the Egyptian actress. Have you seen that video of her? Sarah, we're not doing. I, I, I <laughs> am not doing. She's this. like, we're not doing this. You go ahead. I just, I just, I have been walking around my house, <laughs> just randomly, being like, "Suda, <laughs> Suda," and just like dying laughing. My family is so done with me. They're just like, get over it. I'm like, I can't. You know what? And I'm going to show you how to get rid of it. So, I'm going to show you how to get rid of it. I'm going to show you how to get rid of it. I'm going to show you how to get rid of it. I'm going to show you how to get rid of it. I'm going to show you how to get rid of it. I'm
<laughs> and apparently, I didn't hear this. I watched the video several times. I did not hear say hear her say that she was that woman was married to a white man. Like that's what pissed her off. Oh, I didn't that hear she that. She was married either. to a white man. I didn't. I don't know if it's actually in the video or if that's just. The, oh, she said it at a different point. I, I don't know. I, I really have maybe because I, I watched it specifically because people were like, "No, she said white." I'm like, "Wait, she's mad that." And I went back and I watched it. I could not hear Me either. Abilt. I didn't hear that. But just the fact that she was mad, like, it's irrelevant. She was mad that this woman who she found to be completely, like, non-human, like an animal. Yeah, like, absolutely had a worthless. Waiting literally at her feet while she, how, <laughs> didn't have nobody. Like, girl, really? Are you, I honestly are you okay, wish her nothing Clearly you're not. But paper <laughs> Then later, later... And, and like, heat damage. She probably already has heat damage, to be honest. <laughs> but, like, she was, like, uh, you know, they wanted to put me, they wanted to, like, put me in the psychiatric ward. They thought, like, like yeah, I mean, they thought I was crazy because because I didn't want to leave my children. And I was like, well, sis, that's not why they thought you were crazy. Okay. <laughs> like, she also acted like other women in the ward didn't care about their kids. Like, like she cared about her right. kids. Like, I didn't want to leave right. them. Like, girl, nobody wants to leave their children. <laughs> Nobody wants to leave their sick child. Like, what are you talking about? And they thought I was crazy. No, they thought you were crazy because you were a racist man. Right. And you were mad that, that a black woman had a man at her feet while you were out here slumming it by yourself. Right. Like, you didn't have to. It, it could have been. You could have just said, I was by myself. And we would have felt sorry for you and felt your pain and whatever. You know what? It is absolutely insane that she... Like, d- deep in her heart of hearts. And I am sure that she's not the only person. Didn't pers- think it was racist. No, she, not even that. She just, like, just in her heart of hearts, she really believed that a black woman would be more worthy of hardships than her. And I find that... Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Yeah, man. Obviously, obviously, of course, you're a single mother. With your nappy hair. Of course, you are. A lot of people, so I talked about this on on Instagram, and a lot of a lot of people were like, "Well, you know," because I was like, "I don't know who the hell this woman is. Who who this woman Harpo?" <laughs> and they were like, "She's a woman who had a baby out of wedlock, had these twins out of wedlock with some 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 Egyptian actor, oh. some like famous actor, and he didn't acknowledge them, and so that's why she was by herself." And I was like, "Well, that's irrelevant to me." But also, shout out to uh, Egyptian media for being like. Okay, about this progressive, that, like publicly, <laughs> right? As a hashtag yeah, progressive. When, when honestly, you said I was that, impressed. I was like, oh, and that's why she was on TV, like telling her story. All right, work. I was like, that's incredible. That's so. I thought he just divorced her. I didn't realize that, like, she had the baby right, out of wedlock. Right. So I was like, wow, good on you guys, honestly, for being able to discuss stuff like that openly and in the media. Right. However. Uh, immediately all sympathy went out the window the moment you said because I knew what was coming next and then you said that shit and I was like okay sis all right goodbye like like I cannot believe people just walk by you in the street every day 
And I can't, like, they're thinking in their head that you don't deserve as much happiness in life as them. Like, it's, anything. It's you don't deserve so anything. Like you, not only, not only that you don't deserve happiness, that you deserve hardship. Right. That you deserve right. hardship. You deserve hardship. I could literally shut my hand next to you. Anyway, on to greener pastures. Okay. Yay. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, ma'ams. Do we have them? Who has been a while? Do we? I don't yes, have anything. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'ams. I have one. Okay. Um, my yes, sir, goes out to director extraordinaire Amjad Abul Okay. For his hit film, his critically acclaimed, award winning feature film picture. Hip hop Hip hop air horns. Um, just out here scooping up all the awards. Wait, have you seen uh, it? Making all the rounds. I have not seen oh, it. Everybody has seen it but no, me. No, I haven't. Everybody, okay. Everybody has seen it but the two of us. Yeah. And I'm mad. Apparently, it's going to be sad. on uh, HBO France. Seriously? Apparently, they're going to air it. I know yeah, it's going to be in some cinemas in France from like beginning of February or something. So. But I really do want to see it. Anyway. But it's making all the rounds, and I'm so proud of Sudanese cinema and Amjad Abul for just being Sudanese excellence. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for being out here and just portraying us and doing the work in all of our In all of these trashy conditions. Right. Yes. And in all these trashy conditions, honestly. And the whole team for just, like, putting up with the bullshit to make excellent work. Thank mm-hmm. you. Appreciate you very much. Work. My, non-bar- my non-binary yes or yes ma'am. Mm-hmm. Out to recording artist and Sudanese excellence, Dua Saleh. Who... <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the energy. I love the energy on that one. Um, who I discovered last year with their single Sugar Mama. They were on uh, the Colors platform. Mm-hmm. You can go YouTube it and see their performance. The Colors platform these days is like Sudan, Sudanese people is left it? and right. Well, not not now. That's true. But last Whatever. year we, we had, had like they, they were <laughs> for run. us. Yeah, they totally repped for us during the yeah they did. revolution. Um, and 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 put on some money yeah. and flipped there and 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 Raida and everybody and that was just amazing. Um, but yeah, we're here to talk about Dua Saleh and they have a new song out. It's called Shoot. I don't remember what anything with anymore. your brain, Sada. They have a new single coming out next month. The single is called Moth. Right. That's what it's called, and it's coming out February twenty first. Um, so be on the lookout for that and we will share the links and things, um, for all these things that we're, all these people that we're talking about. Anything, any last words? That is done with you. I really hope this episode comes out. I know you can't, you'll probably hear this if it does come out. I mean. Your dua is pointless at this point. Right. But I'm praying for us. I'm praying for us. I'm praying for us for this to work. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.